The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson. Welcome, everyone, to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and this week I'm honored and thrilled to have the Reverend Allison L. James with us this week, and she is probably one of the most studied and credentialed metaphysical and spiritual guides and counselors that I've ever met. And she's from England, but now she lives in New York, New Jersey area, where she pursues her spiritual path as an author, a channel, healing facilitator, metaphysical teacher, non-denominational minister, and Ascension Energy Anchor. She's a follower of Derek O'Neill of Dublin Island, and he, His Holiness Sri Sathya Sai Baba, who is now in the heavens, who speaks to her on the etheric planes. And as the female earthly counterpart of Ascended Master Merlin, Reverend Allison works in oneness with him for their shared mission during her lifetime. Her goal is to be of service to the light as spirit guides her. Now listen to these credentials. She's a neuro-linguistic programmer practitioner. She's a rising star teacher and practitioner. She's a prima birthing practitioner. She's a certified crystal healer from the Crystal Academy of Advanced Healing in Kauai, Hawaii. She's a great white brotherhood initiate and teacher. She's an ARCH Advanced Healer from the Ancient Rainbow Consciousness Healing in Honolulu, Hawaii. She's a Kahuna Arc Intuitive. She's a Seven Rays Healing Initiate, the Fellowship of the Healing Rays. She's a Meditation Expert from Silva International, Inc. in Laredo, Texas. She's an Associate Minister in the Church of the Creator of Ashland, Oregon. She received prophetic training in the prophetic order of Mar Elijah in the Church of New York, as well as in mystical studies, astrology, numerology, sacred geometry, psychometry, and divination. In her workshops and teachings, Allison speaks on a broad range of spiritual and metaphysical topics, including man's connections to ancient civilizations and the planets within the cosmos. As her role as an ascension energy anchor, she invokes her own energies as well as those of the cosmos to assist the ascension process for humanity and Mother Earth. And she's an author. She's written a book entitled Merlin and the New Consciousness, The Birth of the Collective Christ Consciousness. So 
we would have an awful lot to talk about just just for those things. But the reason why she wanted to come on the show and what I thought would be a great program is she's an expert on twin flames and soulmates. And she trains people on how to attract their twin flame or soulmate. And I know that there are a lot of people these days who are looking for their soulmate or twin flame. So I know she'll have a lot of helpful information for us. Welcome, Allison, to the Get Real Radio. Well, thank you very much, James. Um, it's a thrill to be having this um, opportunity to chat with you uh, about twin flames and soulmates and other such related items. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm excited. So let's get started. And, and I know that there are a lot of people who think they know what a twin flame is, or they think they know what a soulmate is. And then there are a lot of people who've heard those terms, but they really don't know what they mean. So could you educate us on what a twin flame is? Well, I'd be happy to. Um, I should first say that we all come to the planet uh, having left divine love from source. And so we arrive on the planet and we're always looking for love. And the levels of love expand as we search and grow and have our lessons. And on earth right now, as we are in this ascension process, and everyone seems to be waking up very quickly learning that they want to have a very fulfilling life, uh, a good relationship. Um, And so this issue of the twin flame and soulmates has been coming up. It's it's very timely. (laughs) And um, obviously, um, we, we all want to find happiness. But as our experience, as our consciousness expands, we realize that there are levels and levels of relationships. And so it's important to understand that there are differences. And the twin flame is perhaps the ultimate relationship on earth that we could have with a partner. Most people seem to say soulmates, and they perhaps don't know what a twin flame is, so um, I had to go back just a little bit to explain a few grassroots of this so that we can understand the difference. Um, a twin flame is one of two souls. A, If you can imagine, there's a spark or a sphere of energy that comes out from source. And you're familiar with the yin-yang symbol, the white and the black um, opposites that curl around each other. Well, in that sphere uh, that, that emerges from source, you have this male and female polarity. And so what happens is, that that love, that spirit of God that surrounds them, it eventually 
um, helps to bring about a split between that male and that female. And two monads are formed, like two separate, separate spheres. And then from each of those monads, a soul descends to us, or wherever they may land in the universe. But essentially, one is male and one is female. And so the twin flames, those, those souls, have a, a blueprint. They have an inner connection and a, uh, a resonance that is divine. It comes from the divine. And so a twin flame is a soul that uh, is going to take you or help you ascend back and have that very high resonance with the divine. In fact, a twin flame is someone who is going to help you find that spiritual path and that awakening that's going to help you um, be all that you can be um, uh, with that person and alone. In other words, a twin flame is the highest complement that we could imagine on our way back to source. So that would raise the obvious question of how do you know if someone's your twin flame or not? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> um, I would say that spirit would have to advise you that, but I can tell you for my own, uh, from my own experience that when Merlin came to me and announced that he was my twin flame <laughs> um, in a roundabout fashion, but we, we, we got there, um, I, I had this awakening in my heart you see, the words actually really explain what it is. We say twin flame, but perhaps not everybody knows that we have a trifold flame in our hearts. And so this trifold flame gets activated. Um, and that's what I felt when Merlin came to me. So I had this amazing sense of, wow, this really is someone who is my ultimate partner. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a whole bunch of tests right away, so it wasn't all a bed of roses, I <laughs> assure you. Um, yes. but, there, but there was an inner sense, an inner knowing that there was something far greater at work than my own romantic notions. Well, that is a great point that romance may or may not have anything to do with a relationship with a twin flame. Is that correct? I would say it usually would. Because 
there, there's a sense of that undying love. Now, that's not to say that your twin flame couldn't come in another guise. In other words, perhaps as a family member, you know, father, father and daughter perhaps, or father and son. But in my experience, I would say that it is that ultimate partner. And I've had many, many conversations with Merlin about it. So I do feel that it's really the partner that you're, that you were born with and that you will ultimately ascend with. So to be clear, Merlin is not in physical form. Is that correct? That's correct. He's an ascended okay. master. And, and so his energies are one with mine. At first, that wasn't the case. But when, when you meet a twin flame in, uh, in person uh, on Earth, which isn't uh, all that common, actually, um, I think it may be a little more difficult than perhaps I, than my own experience, because I had tests, and Merlin may uh, orchestrate certain things for me, and, and I wouldn't, wouldn't say it's always easy. But when two people meet and they're twin flames on Earth, they're going to find that their, their issues, their karma, it's, just, it's rather like this with soulmates as well, but a twin flame is going to have to really clear their issues so that with their partner, they can do their mission on earth without their individual uh, stuff, quote unquote, coming up and getting in the way. So it can okay. be extremely difficult. Um, there's a wonderful little book that Elizabeth Clare Prophet wrote called Soulmates and Twin Flames. And she describes the story of two well-known uh, actors who were twin flames. And ultimately, they had to separate because one of them was unable to overcome some lower energetic challenges, and there was some jealousy and, and so on. And with a, a twin flame, with that love, one, one would hope that when one of you is, is going through something, that the other one can sort of hold that space for you, um, that that doesn't break up the relationship, that there is that sort of undying love. And that's, that's the key, and that's the mark of a twin flame relationship. It doesn't matter what comes up, that you will work through whatever it is you'll go through, and you will most likely, ultimately, have um, work to do together on the planet. And so that brings up the issue 
of why this is happening at this time that people are really thinking about soulmates and twin flames. It's because of this awakening in the heart, this, this desire for a, a beautiful planet and a beautiful life that serves us all, it's the way of unconditional love that people are really looking for that partner that can hold that space for them, come what may. You know, that's, that's, okay. a, that's a favorite song of mine, James. Um, okay. From Moulin Rouge. Uh, it's called Come What May. Right. And I play it all the time. And it would be a great song to listen to when you are ready to attract that, that being into your life. Okay, well, before we get there uh, to talk about how you do that, let me ask you, does everybody have a twin flame? Yes, they do. Okay, and so it's, I suppose it's a uh, function of whether or not you can evolve past your issues as to whether or not you ever meet them? Yes, that's going to be really critical. Um, the, timing, the timing of when a twin flame is going to come into your life is, as you say, one, once you have worked through let's say most of your issues and your vibration is, is such that you can be what you want to attract. Do you know what I'm saying there? Yes. Well, that's one of the basics of attraction, right? You attract what you are. That's right. And so... If you want a twin flame or a very high-level partner, you're going to attract the level where you are. That's what you're going to bring in. Although, I must say that when you understand that there is a divine plan for the planet, for all life that is evolving, not only on our planet, but in the universe, when you accept that, then you know that there, there will be that being for you at the right time for you. Because sometimes people really want that twin flame, but they, they might have a relationship and they think, wow, at first, this, this seems really good and I like this, but things may come up. And maybe one, one of the partners is not really ready for that relationship. So it, that, that divine timing is really critical. Um, I think one can put out the vibe, but I would say it's in God's hands. It, it, it's not in yours. <laughs> right, right. Okay, well... I think I understand what a twin flame is, but there are other partners that we can find, and there are 
I believe you call them twin rays and soulmates. So what's the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame or a twin ray? Okay. Um, I'm a twin ray with Merlin, which means I have, and this is uh, from the horse's mouth, as it were. This is straight from him. It means I have already ascended with him both with him uh, as, as a couple, but also separately. So it means when you say somebody's a twin ray, that literally they are one ray that goes back into source. A, okay. A, okay, so that's a twin ray. So a twin flame, if you imagine this, this whole long journey over lifetimes and lifetimes, Finally, you'll meet that twin flame and you'll, you'll go back to source. On, on route, you're going to have different levels of relationships. And they can cover quite a wide gamut, as you know. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's talk about mates. These, there's... You know when we say, oh, hello, mate, how are you? And we sort of say this to our colleagues and friends. And there are people we have relationships with, and they can be kind, friendly, loving, and they may not be familial at all. They could be people in your office or people you encounter in your everyday life. But you have relationships with them, and so outside of the family you learn to uh, uh, interact with other people. Well, on Earth right now, it seems that the word soulmate is coming up. And a lot of people tend to say soulmate thinking that that soulmate is the ultimate one, not knowing what a twin flame is. So I understand the confusion there. But a soulmate... Is, uh, is somebody that is not even necessarily a romantic mate. A soulmate is that person you encounter that you really have a deep affinity with. It might be a romantic relationship. There's usually a lot of chemistry with soulmates. But you may be coming together for a purpose. You may have something you're going to do together. Uh, it might be a work thing, or you, you might even be working on um, the same or a similar issue connected with the same chakra. So soulmates, as, as the words really explain, there's, a, there's this other soul with whom you have this kinship, you know, a love and a respect, and it's someone who you could go through life with, a companion. Um, and it need not necessarily be a romantic relationship again. But let's, but let's put it in the romantic uh, light and say that soulmates can be very devoted, but... Um, Very often, we can be attracted to someone 
who has, um, let's say, a, a quality or a characteristic. Maybe they're very dynamic, or they 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 do things in a certain way, and you and you feel very drawn to them. And in this relationship, they can um, really demonstrate this, but you realize that over time, that what you may, may have thought was so attractive and so wonderful is something that perhaps uh, unconsciously you didn't think you had yourself. And so over time, soulmates can uh, fall apart or not be together because either they're, whatever they, they needed from that person is, is no longer necessary, or even on, a, even on a simplistic level, James, they can sort of not really be in love anymore. Um, soulmates are going to help each other. There's no question. They could be companions who do stay together for a very long time, but they also might be individuals who uh, are looking for that support in their life, and perhaps they're not as, as whole. I, I tend to think of soulmates as more uh, uh, 3D types of relationships, whereas I think of twin flames more like 5D, unconditional love. Soulmates have to learn unconditional love, whereas I would say twin flames can exhibit that, perhaps not 100% of the time, but <laughs> perhaps quite a bit of the time. Um, well, so we're going to have to take a quick break right now, Allison. And uh, when we come back, we're going to start talking about more about how do we find our twin flame or how do we find our soulmate. So everyone should stay tuned, and we'll be right back. This is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking to Reverend Allison L. James, an expert on twin flame and soulmates. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Most successful people have a strategy for their personal and professional advancement. They understand the value of learning from other people who know how to reach their goals and enjoy their lives. You can live life on your terms at home, work, play, and in the community. Join Lori and industry leaders as they share practical insights with you. Only on In It Together with Lori Lynn Green. Mondays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. 
Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in to the Hospitality News Network for a look inside the travel, hotel, restaurant, and hospitality industry. Host Stephen Nicole and his guests will teach you everything you've wanted to know about this fascinating industry. Who knows? You might just want to change your own career path. At the very least, you might end up being a preferred customer. The Hospitality News Network is broadcast live every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. This is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and today we're talking to Reverend Allison L. James, who is an expert on twin flames and soulmates and a lot of other things, but we're focusing today on what are twin flames, what are soulmates, and how do you find yours? So let me ask uh, at the top of the segment here, Allison, are there any misconceptions that a lot of people have about twin flames and soulmates? Well, I think the biggest one is that once you get a soulmate or a twin flame, that it's going to be um, a big bowl of cherries that you jump into um, and perhaps not a, uh, having the awareness that it's going to take a bit of work and devotion, and uh, also that it takes two of you to uh, tango. (laughs) So um, just because somebody is, or you believe is, or you actually discover is your twin flame or a soulmate, it does not uh, absolve you from doing the work to maintain that relationship. In fact, you're probably going to have to work even a little bit harder. Um, Also, uh, I just want to uh, just recap quickly that um, one of the misconceptions is that the soulmate is the ultimate, but it is from a, a, a 3D perspective, but from a perspective of unconditional love, 
uh, a twin flame is where you want to head, ideally. Okay. But the important thing to consider and, and keep in mind, as you said, is that sometimes these relationships aren't permanent. They change, and sometimes people can the relationship can fall apart if if one or the other person isn't willing to do the work. And that's, you know, what a lot of people find in that relationships that they go into thinking, oh, this is my soulmate, this is the most wonderful person I've ever met, and then a year later they're wondering, who is this person? So... That's right, that, that's right. Yeah. Well, for the courageous at heart... And for those who would really, really want to find their twin flame or soulmate, what can people do to attract their soulmate or twin flame? Well, I would do a couple of things. Uh, Firstly, I would set your intention that that's what you want to do, that you set your intention to find a partner who's going to uh, represent the highest uh, good for you in your lifetime. And whether this is a soulmate or a twin flame, depending where you are in your process, um, uh, the real um, uh, litmus paper, if you like, is, has to come from spirit um, as to whether a certain being is a soulmate or a twin flame. But whatever they are, the important thing is that you really give yourself to that relationship. You open your heart and allow the process to work through you because that's why you're here. And that's the reason why it's really imperative, uh, even from a personal point of view, with other Uh, people apart, that you work to be the best you can be, that you work to raise your vibration. And this is why uh, you have so many wonderful healers and uh, other beings uh, from uh, beyond our dimension who are able to assist us. It's, It's our will. It's our choice. And if we choose to work on ourselves and raise that vibration, we're going to be able to attract that person. So the real decision to attract that person is going to be work on yourself, put your intention out, and see what God will provide for you. Is it possible that your soulmate can cause you a lot of pain? Oh, <laughs> oh absolutely. And, and I want to say also that when you encounter a person as, at a soulmate level, you may actually, in fact, later realize, perhaps in another lifetime, that you are twin flames. But at the point at which you are, when you when you become very close and intimate with someone, their issues, their karma, good and bad, if we like to call it good and bad, their 
their karma is going to be um, become very present with you. And so when you get very close, whether it's soulmate or twin flame, the other person's issues are going to come up. And that's why it's important to be as whole as you can, to be um, a true blend of the masculine and feminine within yourself, to be an evolved being so that you can maintain that relationship. Well, what happens when it's obvious that one person is more invested in the relationship than the other? Well, I've experienced that myself, (laughs) and it's what they call in the Bible being unequally yoked. And so you would hold the space, let's say, for someone perhaps who is not as evolved spiritually or is not on the spiritual path as much as yourself. It doesn't mean that they can't come up, but it can be very painful but if you are as whole as a whole being an evolved being you can hold unconditional love you can help that other soul to come up by being supportive being loving being caring and giving them a space to be um, to be whole and Merlin Merlin said to me once, uh, some years back, when he was testing me with some things, and the issue of attachment came up. And, And by being whole, I mean not being attached and having unconditional love and not being judgmental. And so he said, I said, well, how, I asked him, how do you really distinguish? How can you shift from being attached to someone, perhaps clinging or too demanding. Um, And he said a very simple sentence. It's in my book, Merlin and the New Camelot. He said, learn to live with someone's love and not for it. Whoa, that's pretty good. Yes, and when you think about those words, when you live for someone, it, it implies that you're not living for yourself. And this is what is key, especially in a twin flame relationship, that you learn to have your own life. You value and love yourself. You're as whole as you can be. You work on yourself and Hopefully your partner does the same thing so that when you come together, it's a wonderful exchange and uh, combining. But if one of you isn't working uh, in that same way, then it it, it is going to fall apart. Um, It's inevitable. Well, you know, somebody told me one time that a soulmate is someone who can't say no. And, <laughs> you know, I think that's what a lot of people are looking for is someone who agrees, you know, with everything and doesn't 
uh, argue and doesn't have a different set of values or anything else. And uh, on top of that, I know that, at least in my life, people have come into my life to teach me a lesson, and I mis- and I perceive them to be a soulmate. And as I found out later, that wasn't the case. It was just they were they just came into my life to teach me something. And so it's it's hard, isn't it, to know the difference between somebody that you have just called into your life to teach you something and this soulmate or twin flame? Well, it is. And I think um, to help an understanding, um, we everyone teaches us something when we enter into a relationship. We, we learn things from people all the time. That's why we're here, of course. But... Um, that soulmate, to know whether it is or it isn't, um, you, it's, it's as if you know it in your heart. As I said, when, when Marilyn came through, I felt something just move me uh, in my heart. I knew it. I mean, it was, there wasn't a bone or a piece of flesh in my body that didn't know it. And soulmates can come in or mates or other people and teach us these lessons. And we just, we can walk away and say, okay, I learned this and I learned that. And that's that sense of that undying love. So I think, I think you get to know internally. And you can always ask spirit this question. That's why I say it, it's, it's on God's, uh, timing here um, but if you if you have a relationship and then you break up well in that space afterwards if you if you cannot be without that person or uh, have um, a very difficult time functioning you have to look at yourself and say well is it because I'm dependent on them is it because I love them, or is there something greater uh, going on here? So it's a rather delicate thing, (laughs) and and we all want the best, but I do believe that whatever relationship you're in, that if you give your your all to it, you're going to find what what you're going to get out of it. Maybe it won't be forever, but there's always um, someone else who can take you to another level. Remember that we don't remain, we don't remain the same forever. We are evolutionary creatures, and so all of our perspectives and our experiences and all that we are takes us to a whole different level every day. So to expect things to be the same um, is unrealistic. Okay. There has to be room for change. There has to be room for change and growth. But it's, it's with unconditional love. That's, that's what we've really got to, to uh, 
find a way to be so that we actually work from a place of being and that we don't work our way to be. In other words, you have to see, as, uh, uh, as the rules of manifestation would say, you have to see the end from the beginning. So be the best you can be, and whatever relationship you have, give it your all, and um, you, you'll find out. You will find out. Perhaps a hard way, but you'll have yeah. wonderful times along the way. Now, you use a term from time to time, that's sovereignty of self. Could you explain what sovereignty of self is? Yes, I'd be happy to. Um, it sounds like um, some royal term, sovereignty, and it really means ruling yourself. It means that you become whole and that you are able to... Um, overcome your lower energies, the negative ones, fear, anger, uh, resentment, uh, judgment, all the lower energies. And so you actually learn to master yourself. So, for example, in a relationship, when someone triggers one of these lower energies in you and you get very angry or uh, perhaps jealous, that you are able to uh, overcome this um, emotion and know that it's not the truth of you. It's something you're going through so that you can move through it and uh, take the higher path and allow, allow each other to go through all these motions. But at the end of the day... As, um, uh, as our teacher, Derek O'Neill, would say, um, is it better to be happy or, or right? And so uh, it's about, sovereignty is about being able to really be in control of yourself, know what's going on, feel what's coming through you, and to be able to handle that. And of course, there are many methods of doing that. Well, how does that compare to uh, working on your issues and expansion of consciousness? Well, Is that the same thing? Well, it is really. Um, working on your issues, knowing what are your trigger points, what are the things that, what, what are your filters that always get pulled up in certain situations and being able to clear those? And you know, James, as a healer, you know how these things come up and it, it's, it's about being honest with yourself. And when you can be honest and really allow yourself to heal and be who you are uh, without any ego. I mean, it's about being humble. It's about being the truth of who you are. Then you can be in a place of love and peace, and, and then you are much more able to deal 
with all of these things as they come at you. Um, I think that's that's part of uh, the growth we're all going through right now. Uh, this expansion of consciousness, and of course, there are many ways that you can accelerate that for yourself. But ultimately, it's about your choice and about who you uh, who you think you are, and allowing yourself to go through life and not fight everything but rather accept things and see what it's teaching you. And then you come to a place of um, just really loving yourself, and then that, that essence of you is what is going to bring that partner in, what, whatever level it may be. So it's, it's critical. It's, it's where we are seem to be now, and um, it's definitely worth the effort, wouldn't you say, <laughs> to work on yourself? Oh, it's definitely worth it to work on yourself. It's, uh, I must say that I have not found that relationship that you described. Let me ask you this. Is it possible to have more than one soulmate? Oh, yes. Yes, and a soulmate, as I said before, doesn't have to be a romantic soulmate. A soulmate could be um, someone you encounter um, again from a former life, or it could be it could be mother daughter, father son. It could be any type of relationship. It's not necessarily romantic. Right. Well, again, it comes back to the same question of how do you know? Uh, this is more than just a normal everyday relationship that everybody has. And it's, it's your soulmate. I know that you said that uh, your heart will tell you. Uh, is there anything else we can look to to help us recognize our soulmates and our twin flames? Yes, I think um, a couple of things. Most, most, most importantly is uh, in, within your relationship, how is the love between you? That, that's the first question. How is it? How is it working? Uh, do you, are you able to overcome things together or are you just working on projects uh, which is... Um, which is symbolic of the soulmate, or do you have this thing where you perhaps complete each other's sentences, or when you're apart, you're just totally in sync, and you you can call on each other, and you have this uh, oneness, this this sense of um, it's a spiritual connection. It's it's greater than you. It's, it's something that you will uh, intuit for yourself. You can know that. And then, of course, um, you can ask spirit, which uh, a channel um, can help you with. 
and um, especially the twin flames, I have I have found that um, spirit is very specific in their answers, and sometimes you really need to be prepared for the answer that you get, because perhaps you might be asking for a twin flame, and your answer might be, well, you're not quite ready for that, or your twin flames in another dimension, such as I discovered. And that can, that can raise a few hairs on your head, too. <laughs> oh, I can <laughs> so, imagine. Yes. So, so there are many uh, ways that we will learn. And um, for me, um, Merlin came and told me I wasn't expecting it. I didn't. No, I hadn't been thinking about it, but he came to me when it was time for me to really wake up and know that I had a mission with him and that he was there for me and that I'd never heard anybody tell me as much as Merlin how much he loves me. Not in my past relationships, in other marriages. I can tell you, no one has ever told me as much as Merlin has. So that's really amazing. So that, that there is a mark, that there is this love and appreciation for the other person. If someone wanted to contact you and... and at, you know, and have a session with you and find out all about themselves and their uh, twin flames and everything, how would they get in touch with you? Well, thank you for asking. Um, they can email me at Allison with one L, Allison at goldenageoflight.com. Uh, you can visit my website, goldenageoflight.com. Uh, exactly as it sounds, and I'd be happy to help you with the process. But it's, um, I wish you, I wish everyone well on their journey to discover where they are, and don't be too disappointed if that being is not ready for you right now, or if you have a couple more lifetimes to go. We're all at different places. at any given moment. And so we must release judgment about that and be happy to have a person in your life that is helping you learn your lessons uh, so that you can be uh, who you're destined to be. Well, that's beautiful. I don't know if you remember, but you did a reading for me years ago, and I really did appreciate what you had to share. So... I thank everybody, if you're listening, you really owe it to yourself to get in touch with Allison and and take advantage of her higher knowledge and higher perspective through her twin flame, Merlin. But that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much, Allison, for being on oh, the show. Oh, thank you, James. And this is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we will be back next week. Thank you again for tuning in to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. Please join us again next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
This week, open up your heart and look inside your spiritual self. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 